Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, our topic is publishing in the 21st century with Bart. Barley B. Press with Tom Thomas Miner. He's going to actually uh, talk about publishing and talk about his company and how he got started and his success. Uh, if you'd like to join in the conversation, please give us a call at 347-324-3460. Uh, or you can go ahead and pose a question in the chat room, or you can go ahead and email us at info at the core business show. Thomas, welcome to the program. Good morning, Tim. How are you today? It's Monday. <laughs> right. Typical Monday. It's been a like busy weekend as usual, and um, and so anyway, thank you for joining the program. And to begin with, kind of tell us about yourself and how you guys started. Our listeners like hear personal stories, uh, how businesses get started. So you don't mind, just tell us about yourself. Oh, I'll try and keep it short. You know, I hate to give away my age on this kind of show, but. Uh, so I, I was uh, fortunate enough to find what I would love to do. Uh, my theory on things have been that if you find something that you love to do, it's not work. And you can get up every day and get out there and do your job without thinking about it and be mm-hmm. successful and happy doing it. So I basically started off as a uh, television pr- uh, production coordinator in uh, New York City working for Gray Advertising which is a great place to begin to get the fundamentals of marketing and strategy, working with uh, P&G accounts and other retail accounts like Bloomingdale's. Mm -hmm. I eventually migrated down to the Texas area and began work in the area of producing television commercials in in Austin, Texas. And that uh, was very uh, difficult in terms of uh, steady work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, I moved into more of the print world because I found that that was a very steady area to be able to make money in and to be successful in. Of course, I moved immediately into the sales end of the business, so I was working for a lot of companies uh, in their sales and sales advertising, which was great, uh, again, background to begin a business. and. Mm-hmm. My secret to beginning in the publishing world or breaking into the publishing world was the invention of the computer. I started my business on a Mac 512 Apple computer that wow. I paid $10,000 for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, $10,000 back then. That was a, a lot of money, but it was cutting edge and it broke it. It, it actually broke the back in Linotronic. A little background in the print world, Linotronic was a photographic process in order to create the typeset that you would uh, then create plates, metal plates with with film. All that has now changed and evolved into uh, direct uh, plate to to press procedures and, and all computerized and filled with technology. So it's been quite a process in the world and quite an evolving process. 
there's a lot of printers out there that I would imagine have gone the way of dinosaurs, that if they mm. didn't move forward into the IT world and in the electronic world, they are no longer in business, which is unfortunate. Because yeah, really unfortunate. I, it kind of tells us, uh, I'm, I mean to cut you off, go ahead. Oh, no, that's all right. Go ahead. Ask a question. You know, it's kind of amazing. Uh, by the time I finished uh, college in '89, and, um, and I was an intern at uh, uh, ABC station, and it's kind of amazing how we f- went from everything was print, and slowly in the '90s, I remember talking to a friend of mine. Uh, we were doing some stories back and back at the Houston Chronicle, and uh, uh, I needed to get a photo from her, and, and she said, "Well." I said, what do you think about this digital thing, you know, digital photographs? He said, well, I don't trust it. It's not as clear as the uh, the real you know, film and stuff like this. And we're, just, we're talking like 1993, 94, no, probably 94, 95, um, right. because we're doing a lot of community development stories. And, and she said, well, maybe in the future we'll change, but I, film is the way it is for right now. Kind of tell us about that that process because you spent ten thousand dollars on your Mac. What has happened within the last twenty years that really, really, uh, you know, you have newspapers who are at the top of their game. Things are really, really changing uh, from print media to now digital media. Kind of tell us that story, how things have really evolved within the last twenty years. Yeah, it's 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 amazing, and it continues to evolve, and it, it's uh, it's a real challenge for anyone in the print world to do it, to to move forward and stay involved in it. But like anything else, I think the the pendulum will swing. Um, as far as as far as the way the the, the printing and the printing procedures went. Um, and the way people market and uh, and get their product out there have have uh, almost gone reversal. Um, for instance, in 1993, I think you know, most businesses would spend 80, 90 percent of their budget in the print world. They would do direct mail. They would do uh, print in newspapers and magazines, and and now it's totally reversed the other way. Take for instance the yellow pages. Anyone in this in business, or if you call up Yellow Pages now today, if you in in 1993 you would pay you know anywhere between 300 to you know 2,000 dollars a month to have a display ad in the Yellow Pages, and they would say, well, you know, for 10 10 dollars a month we'll just list you in our in our on our website because we're just starting to get this thing going. Mm-hmm. Today, it's totally reversed. You'll pay that amount to have an ad on the website and they'll throw in the print ad in the yellow pages. And I, I, I really don't know, and I ask a lot of people, I don't really know people that even pick up a yellow a yellow page book or a yellow book and look up businesses anymore. Everything has gone to Google. And so uh, that's the way the print world has gone. Uh, a lot of your print material is in support of your electronic world. If you're going to send out a uh, and the standard is a business card. Everybody mm-hmm. has a business card, and they'll hand it out, uh, and and it, and, it, and they'll ask you to go visit their website. So as far as marketing is gone in the in the world of, of print, it's it's totally evolved, uh, reversed out, but not gone away. I think there's people that still love to have uh, 
print a sheet so, in their hand and, and work that way. I don't know if I answered your question properly. It, it, you you it's did. It's a complicated question, and it and it just you know uh, it's hard it's hard to capsulize and, and and simplify in a very short time. But if you get specific on a question, then I could answer it. No, 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 that's just fine. When it comes to I, I guess uh, digital media today, and I know your co- company is on the cutting edge on digital media and even in printing. Kind of tell us about what is digital media today, uh, digital printing today. I mean, you have on your website, um, what's the difference between the digital printing and the offset printing? Oh, speed. Speed, that's the deal. Uh, A lot of people, uh, well, if you go back to your fundamentals about market um, marketing, you know you got to identify your market, and then you've got to separate yourself from your competitor, competitors, and then you've got to map your message. Uh, in in my world, um, you know, mapping your message right now is 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 part of what I sell as uh, uh, support to the print world, um, and that message changes on a daily basis. So people are, are marketers, especially in the in the uh, uh, what uh, web world or the uh, world of uh, e- social media world. They identify people when they're buying and uh, what they're buying. So that would mean that the person that has the business needs to get their message mapped and put it out there, and that changes quickly. So they mm-hmm. may in two weeks print up a bunch of marketing collateral that supports one idea and two months later they find out that that you know if we map this message and we send this message out to them that they'll buy our product because this is what they're looking for now and we can support that idea so when they come in to me and they ask me to put some marketing materials together for them or print a brochure because they're going to uh, you know some kind of event somewhere They'll have two or three messages, and they'll want it changed in 24 hours. And that's where the digital printing comes in handy, because you can send it directly, uh, play to press, and get it out uh, quickly, within 24 hours. And that's the difference between digital and and offset. If you want long runs and you want to print uh, 50,000, 100,000 impressions and and you want to get something out? Uh, offset, uh, offset is the way to go. But the, okay. it's a confusing topic because the digital world has married into the printing world. So you've hmm. got the the digital setup, the way the presses are run, they're digitally, uh, you know, set up the colors and everything. And but uh, offset is still where it's at. Okay. From an old print uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be back in a moment with Thomas Miner. Uh, you listen to The Core Business Show. You're listening to The Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours, and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. 
To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquet. Well, we're going to go back and talk about, uh, Thomas, the at the very beginning when you guys started with $10,000 uh, with your Mac. How did you come up with your name of your company? Oh, interesting question. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I originally started under Thomas uh, Publishing Company, which uh, you may or may not know is a big company on the, on the East Coast. And then there was some confusion here in Texas with uh, another company that was uh, Thomas Publications. So I had to come up with something that was very different and uh, uh, identifiable, I guess. Uh, I am a Herman Melville fan. I'm probably the only person you know that has read the book through, uh, Moby Dick, the book, uh, twice through. So that's a rarity in itself. And one of his short stories is Bartleby the Scribner, which was a turn-of-the-century statement on the industrialization of, of the world. And Bartleby, if you know the story, was a scribe who wrote up real estate contracts. And uh, that was before the digital world. So they had to have mm-hmm. people that actually write the contracts up instead of putting it in the computer and printing it out, just what they can easily do today. <laughs> so Bartleby, that that was the one. I know it's not a good name when it comes to uh, identifying yourself with print, print world, but if you're well-read, then you would know Bartleby Press, and that's how I came up with that. Wow. So during that time, you had your mag. How did you market yourself, and and did you have any particular struggles as you transitioned from a cushiony job and going out on your own? Well, it, it was kind of interesting because I decided that I wanted to go into church publishing, Catholic Church bulletins. There was a need for to have those printed. It's a weekly publication that's handed out and, and given to everyone that attends church in places. But uh, being able to get enough uh, uh, of that business in that area in order to uh, make a living at was very difficult. So what I did is I actually, this is a funny story, I actually went into a bank and I asked them, I needed $10,000 for this you know, printer and this computer Mac 12, which I, I, I know I could get a lot of business and I do newsletters with and all this and that. And he says, well, he says, that's all fine and dandy, but, you know, you really don't have anything of value uh, to substantiate me giving you this loan. He says, but what I could do is if you had contracts that covered the cost of this, then I would be willing to make the loan. So I went out and I negotiated with uh, two, three companies that I knew needed newsletters printed and uh, direct mail pieces they were doing uh, from my advertising background. So I, I, I got contracts with them, and I actually went to a, a local printer here, one of the one of the quick printers, or it wasn't quick print, but it was Insti Prints, is that who it was? And I approached the owner of that place, and I said, look, the this is the new way this is the the world is going. This I can typeset faster than you can put out a line of tronic. And, of course, there's the drawback. Well, it's not as crisp, crisp as clear as 
as this, and 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 I I don't know if it'll go. And I said, look, if it saves people money and it's good enough, it'll work. And so I contracted out with him uh, to to do some of his typesetting. And actually, he gave me an office in his place, and I worked with him for about fifteen twenty hours a week. And then I started taking care of my own clients. Eventually, and he was doing the printing for me because he had the presses and everything. And I eventually moved out of his office, grew, got my own office, bought my own press, another press, another computer, another computer, another printer, another press, another employee, and uh, here we are today. Wow. You know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of interesting because I I hear a lot of stories of uh, some businesses doing the same thing in the 80s, partner with large businesses and really working under them and using their space. Uh, a lot of music stores have done the same thing and transitioned to their own uh, own business, which is bigger than the the business they actually started with, which is really, really amazing. It's kind of starting to hear a lot of stories of people in the 80s doing that. During this process of you going out to churches, were the churches really receptive um, because I know they're coming from. I know they have a struggle in printing their own material every single week, and the hours it takes for someone to print, uh, not only print but also staple and fold. This whole process would take a day. They have a uh, just a half a day, just trying to type all the information together. Uh, when you came in there, offered this particular solution. Hey, we'll print everything for you. It's no cost to you. Um, how did you transition some of the churches to say, okay, uh, all the thing you have to do is just give us a type of how you want it done, and you're typing, you send it to us. Well, it 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 all it, it was nothing new. I started I started in 1983, and I had actually worked for another publisher, and I was uh, working for them, and really knew the ins and outs. My territory at that time was was Texas and Louisiana. And it's something that is fundamental uh, in the Catholic Church, where they hand out a newsletter of activities and uh, events that are going on on a weekly basis in their church community. Uh, it's not associated with the with the liturgy in any way, so it was a very valuable piece of information to hand out and keep people in touch and in with their community. So. For me to move into that area, I, I I I met a priest here in Austin, and a very good friend of mine, a visionary type of guy, Monsignor Richard McCabe. He's no longer with us, but as I as I often say to a lot of people, he was the last of what I refer to as street priests. This is a guy who was out there every day talking to people in business and you would shake hands with him. He'd ask you what you do, and he says, oh, really? I know someone you should talk to, and you need to meet this guy, and that guy needs to meet you, and, and go on. So he's the one that really encouraged me and said, you know, you could really do this yourself. You could, because I had ideas about uh, advancing the customer service, and the company I worked for was a very large company, and, and they were unable to provide that specific uh customer service for each church community and Mm -hmm. this this is what he wanted he wanted in his place and he says you know you could really do this on your own you should do this on your own and that was the encouragement that really uh pushed me forward now funny story 
so when I did make the decision to go ahead and do this, I uh, went to him and said, well, uh, Father, is it okay if I publish your bulletin for you? And he goes, no, I've already signed with another company <laughs> to have it published. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, how that works and, and, and the way things go, and it just took a lot of, you know, people talk about hard work, but it, it's knocking on doors and it's following up and it's listening to what people want and being there at the right time. That's how, That's how it works. And I don't know what else I would say to anyone else, but, uh, you know, find something you love to do and then pursue it passionately. Wow. see what happens. So uh, kind of tell us what the the, – you do a lot of church bulletins, and and kind of tell us about the process. Um, So some people are not familiar with the the weekly activities. Uh, You print a – you allow the churches to – Send you the inf- the content, and what you do is print them and get it back to them uh, later that week. Kind of tell us what the process normally uh, involves. Well, yeah, it, it was it was exactly like you say for for anyone in a in, that was printing their bulletins, and the church had always been doing this, and they used the old Gestetna process, if you remember that in the in the fifties and sixties, which was that alcohol ink based kind of turn the wheel and paper spit out and. And it's really funny uh, that way, and so they actually had to tie, uh, you know, set the type, lay it out, and put it uh, into form where they could uh, then reproduce it in a mass form. And and it takes time, and especially in today's communities, there is so much information out there, and there's so much to be uh, sent out that uh, it takes a person doing a bulletin in a in a church if they're doing it themselves it's a full-time job collecting mm-hmm. the information ty- typing it up uh laying it out on a page so that all the information fits on the page and then in some way uh reproducing it folding it stapling it and then distributing out there so if there's some some church uh that is doing that right now they probably have a a a, a copy machine or a, 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 some kind of press or something in there in their in their office taking care of that kind of stuff. So the way it works in the, in in this in in the church publishing business is there is advertising space available on the back page, and those advertisers uh, their uh, uh, cost defrays the cost of the publication to the church. So in reality, the church gets it for free, and the time it takes to produce it, which is just merely typing the information and emailing it to us, is maybe four or five, six hours as compared to three or four days. So that okay. kind of gives you an idea of how, how quickly it turns around. Okay, so they send it to you, and you guys normally just go ahead and print it and and then send it back to them. And Are you national or just uh, regional? No regional Texas only. I've okay. I've been called I I've uh, you know and I've always delved in. I got I got to say something about it. I've always married into the world of of technology and websites. I've had a website since the day one they they've been going. I always try and incorporate the social media, and and mm-hmm. and, and and drive that towards my business. Now I find that uh, that uh, you know the print world is driving it to the website, so it's kind of turned around that way. But. Uh, um, it's 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 a 
I don't know. Where was I going with that? No, you were talking about the uh, the uh, print site is turning to uh, social media, and that's another interesting point of social media. Uh, how is social media impacting your business today? Well, it's 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 capturing the message. Um, there's a lot of companies out there that listen to the tweets and the blogs and everything that's out there, and their job is to key in and pick up special words that people talk, meta tags, and they they listen in on conversations because it's wide open out there. And then they process that information and they say, for instance, if you click on somebody's website, you might get a phone call 10 minutes later saying, I noticed you clicked on our website. Were you interested in, in buying that product? And you went to this page on my website and looked at it. Uh, did you have an interest in doing, of, of buying my product? That's totally amazing. You know, wow. That, that someone could could rattle you that that well. And and I've I've had it happen to myself when I'm on the line looking for uh presses or whatever I'm, you know, looking for and to get that phone to ring and say you were just on my site looking. I was like, "Wow. It's almost big brother." But it's very good. <laughs> and, and what Yeah, no, but the social media what they do is they pick up the message of people talking about it. And in, in a much larger capacity, if you got someone someone in large corporations and they've got a, you know uh, they got a need for a, for a widget in this area and they're talking to their buddy halfway across the world and they're saying you know I found that this widget needs to act this way and I wish I knew somebody that had this widget that would do this or could we put that in there? Someone's listening on the other end and they're saying oh. Well, he's he may be ready to buy or he may not be ready to buy, but he's interested in this widget. Someone should contact him. And that's where you'll get an email or you'll get a phone call or you'll get something in your mail that says, uh, you know, some kind of uh, invitation to a webinar. And, so uh, where do you see where we headed um, in the future? In the in the future, as far as the print world, the print world I don't think will ever go away. It'll never capture the same uh, share of market that it has in the past. But I think if you go out to your mailbox and you open the mailbox, you do not find as much junk mail as everyone complained about 15 years ago. Uh, there's just a lot of junk coming in. The junk is on your email uh, in your email box now, mm-hmm. and I think the pendulum is swinging that. People will now revert back, or the, or the, or I would say the the smart people would still incorporate in, in some way uh, print, uh, direct mail, or printed piece uh, that supports their their website and get people to go to the web. So print will always, I think, have an impact. And I, I, the biggest uh, example of that, and we're moving into it, is the the political uh, season. Mm-hmm. You will you will see postcards. You will see uh, direct mail people uh, pieces. Uh, you know, soliciting for fundraising and things of that nature. Even your even your nonprofits nowadays still do that. They still send out invitations. They still invite people to come to uh, special uh, galas or events that they're having, silent auctions, and they'll always send out invitations and they'll do it through the mail. And I think I think wow. there's something special about a printed piece. It, it, it lends itself to uh, credibility, tangibility. You know, I well, think I think people are. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. People. 
I think I think I think people are 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 smart smarter now that oh gee, you know let me Google you and oh you have a website and oh, oh you must be legitimate. But people now, well, is he legitimate or isn't he legitimate? Is this some guy in his garage or is this is this a real legitimate place? And I think that when you get white papers or you get brochures, or you get folders with information, it just lends itself to more credibility that the business is real and that they've been around and they can deliver what they say they can deliver. Wow. Lastly, can you give us also your address, uh, your website address and contact mm-hmm. information if we need to contact you? Yeah, it's it's www.bartlebpress.com, and that's spelled B-A-R-T-L-E-B-Y-P-R-E-S-S.com, bartlebpress.com. Yeah, and that, if you want to give give me a call, I'm at 512-452-3413. Great, and we can find you also on Facebook, Twitter, you have a blog and also on LinkedIn. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Great. Always connected well, that way. Great. Well, Thomas, thank you for joining the program today. Well, thank you for having me, Tim. I really appreciate it, and I, I hope it uh, is some value to someone out there that's starting up and wants to get their business off the ground. Great. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Have a great day. Okay. Same here. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, this has been another production of The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. You can download this episode on iTunes and Block Talk Radio. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.